Hello listeners and welcome back to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. I'm Andrea, your friendly Sedoi player, and I'm filling in for art this week. This is episode 34, You Have My Word, the final part of our three-part Beholden special. If you're wondering how our edge runners got themselves into this situation, make sure you've listened to episodes 32 and 33. With that, let's get right into it. Sadoi, having just had her brilliant plan to shoot through the floor fail, hears a muffled beholden growl out something loud and menacing, but unintelligible to her. The only word she catches is eliminated. With this, she contemplates sending another text to Gabriel to ask him for help laying low for a while. Maybe she could just run back to her apartment, grab her backpack, and leave Mavis, Reed, and Iso to deal with this. Momentarily weighing her odds of success and her guilt of relieving her friends, she shakes her head and thinks better of it. Back upstairs, the Beholden begins shambling to life in front of Mavis and Reed. It looks at the two people who are still in the room, and simultaneously all the flayed bodies sit up from their laying down position and sort of crane their heads as much as they are able, not as much as they are comfortable, but as much as they are able. Oh to look at the two remaining people in the room. And their mouths open at the same time. And a strange chorus of pain symphonies rise up from their mouths as they say to you, If violence is what you want, violence is what you will get. And then they flop down to the ground again. Reed, may maybe take a, a step back. That ain't right. Suddenly, you hear movement from further back in this weird urban dungeon. Reed sort of looks down at one of those bodies that, like, looked up and did the screaming thing. Slowly just looks back at this thing that's behind the glass and just goes, You know that we as a people are complex. You know that some of us are terrified of you, some of us are fucking... <sighs> some of us want to understand. I want to understand why those people had to die. The Beholden sort of pauses for a second as if it's thinking, Perhaps you may be on the right side. Mavis, what do you do? I'm kind of hesitantly stood at the edge of the circle of bodies, um, one hand sort of outstretched to Reed, trying to make him sort of back up a bit, because even though she's intrus, I tried to say intrigued and interested at the same time, even though she's- <laughs> Intrigued sounds too nonchalant. She's- she's Curious? Curious, yeah. She, uh, yeah, Mavis is curious. I am curious as to what is happening and what happened. I'm also distinctly aware that uh, uh, this thing has killed an entire apartment building of people and um, one of the people who helps make sure I'm not dead, usually, when they're not squashing me between a building and a helicopter, um, <laughs> is stood right in front of them. So I'm kind of, I, I'm holding out a hand and just going, Reed? Reed, we should... Hmm. And I'm watching and listening. All right. 
Sedoy, you're rushing back up to the to the room. You don't hear any sort of response, though you did hear kind of like a low bassy sound of all those people talking. No other additional gunshots were fired. Okay. This strikes you as a little weird. You run up the hallway and finally like get to the point where you see ISO a little bit of distance away. Yeah. Who is standing outside and filming in. Hey, Sedoy. He waves at you. I, 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 I saw Duke. Duke. One second. I. I saw. Do you have? Do you have explosives? No. I mean, I. I thought you were trying to shoot the floor out under it. It's. It's metal bottom too. Can't shoot. Oh, I mean. You're a long way away. What you could do is get the battery out of my laptop and puncture that. I'm sure that'll do something. It's only tiny lithium explosion. It's not super powerful. I, I don't know anything else that's explosive here except for Reed's temper. Need to blow up the fucking metal box, you know? Are you guys still talking to that abomination? As you say that, you peek into the room to see what's going on. And the movement from the apartments over has now materialized itself. Two very large lawmen in Oasis Police Department official riot gear with helmets and everything step out from in the shadows. They've got blue chips that are sort of like blinking and flickering in a weird way. One of them pulls out a stun baton and the other one pulls out what's clearly a stun gun. They go and step between Mavis and Reed, putting Reed to their back. Reed, I don't think, I don't think they want me to, excuse me, hi, are you okay? You're not okay, are you? Uh. They don't respond to your, your actions, they don't respond to your, to your movements, like you can't really see much of what they're doing because their visor is shaded, Yeah. but they're not responding to what you're saying. The Beholden uses this chance to talk to Reed. We cannot talk here, it is not safe. Safe from who? As if to respond for you, the two riot cops bring their weapons up in like combat stance and face towards Mavis. Whoa, whoa. Without saying anything, the message is pretty clear. Back up. This thing is feeling threatened and it needs you to back up now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I step back. I'm still in the room. I'm not sort of stepping out the door, but I'm stepping back towards the door. Maybe back to the door frame? Yeah, kind of. Although I'm, I'm being careful not to block ISO's shot, I guess. Actually, no. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck about ISO's shot. <laughs> I'm not being careful at all. Shit's being terrifying. If he wants a shot, he can work around me. I uh, back up and sort of throw my hands up. All right, all right. Reed, anything goes wrong, you just holler, okay? If anything goes wrong, I'll handle it. Oh, Reed. And he just... He sort of turns to his monster again and just looks at him and goes, You ever heard of de-escalation? Maybe check in one of those uh, hundred-odd lives you've taken, yeah? I understand many human concepts. Sterling. Bundles of knowledge stuck in an endless void. Then no one here has to die. Call your people off. Call those things off. 
and we can talk. No violence. You have my word. So I, I do want to point out one thing, Reed, that you notice as you look back to the person. These uh, riot cops are not carrying any lethal weapons. Yeah. They are carrying only non-lethal weapons. This is made abundantly clear. There is no additional like lumps or anything. Yeah. They appear to have pretty much empty pockets except for the things that they're holding, which, you know, does not change anything about what you said. But the thing I do want you to do is do a conversation roll. Ah, oh, shit. Can I do persuasion? Yeah, you can do persuasion. I'm trying to use my cool rather than empathy. I just want to shoot you guys a look without saying anything. Put my hand on my holster and look at you guys in the eyes like, are we going to fuck some shit up or what? (laughs) He just like shakes his head just ever so gently. I'm not looking at you. I'm not taking my eyes off of big scary boys in front of me. The two riot police stand there for a second as the beholden contemplates your words and then wordlessly and without response, the two sort of step sideways so that they're not between you and your friends, but there's still very much an ominous presence in the room. You now have a clear path to escape if you so desire, but also additionally, your companions in the door have a slightly clearer path to uh, shoot at this thing or the different riot cops if they so chose. Um, I mean, like, Reed doesn't want it to happen, but it's up to you. I would like to pull out my gun, please. All right. I'm starting this shit. (laughs) Yeah. Sadoy, you pull out your gun, and as you do, the sound of it sliding out of the holster is enough for one of these riot guards to tilt his head sideways and then look directly at you and pull their weapons up again. Yeah. Uh, They haven't moved back into defensive position, but they heard you draw something on the other side of that door, and they're not sure what it is. Oh. Simultaneously, I sort of reach down and pull up my med tech bag and say, Reed, can you ask him, is it okay if I help this lady here? I, I don't know if I can do much for those poor souls on the floor there, but that bullet's got to sting mighty. Well, is it? The Beholden tilts its head slightly and looks at Reed and says, One of the beautiful things about humanity is each individual having agency. It's neither a yes or a no. Go for it. I sort of step forward to the lady and sort of kneel down, open up my bag and go, ah, let me take a look at that. Let me get you patched up, okay? The riot guards do not seem to take any problem with you doing this. Oh, does she? She was quite erratic last time. She she doesn't actually pay much attention to you either. She's still going around and adjusting the, the arms and the connections between okay. some of these people. But she's, she seems to kind of let you work as you will and check her out while she's doing her stuff as long as it doesn't interfere with her. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to try and patch her up then or stabilize her at least. Okay. So it's going to be a little bit more tough because she's moving around. DV10. I'm going to roll myself a paramedic roll. That's a 23. All right. You slip your hands in and skillfully begin tying up uh, different parts of her that are bleeding and patching up her wounds as best you can, which actually ends up being pretty good. You even throw a couple of little staple stitches on there and some super glue to seal the whole thing up. She pauses her work as you finish and looks back and gives you a sort of friendly, sympathetic smile, like like an actually genuinely thankful smile. And she looks down and just sort of goes, Thanks. I appreciate it. 
and then she goes back to her work. That's okay, you stay safe. Don't don't take no more bullets. That thing looks like it can take plenty, okay? Alright, at this point we cut to Sedoy and Iso standing outside. Sedoy, you've got your gun drawn, yeah. and you've just seen Mavis go in and heal this person. I'm like holding my gun in front of Iso and just like, are we gonna do this? <laughs> but like, with, with my face, not with my voice. And I'm saying that out loud because it doesn't translate to good podcast material if you just no. wave. <laughs> and uh, Iso just starts pointing at like Mavis, who is basically in the way of like us being able to blast things safely. So I believe there is an actual roll that you can do here. Can I get both of you to roll a lip reading roll? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty fun. Can I do acting to convey my message better? Yes, you can do acting instead. My lip reading critted and I got 24. Wow. I got a 21 on acting. Neato. Okay. So, Sedoy, you hold your gun up and begin waving it around out of the view of everyone else, but in still in the view of ISO, gesturing almost pantomime-like, trying to explain, like, we're going to go in there and shoot them, right? <laughs> <laughs> and ISO on the other side points towards Mavis and just starts, like, mouthing out a sentence. So what is the sentence that you say, ISO? I don't want to shoot Mavis. She's kind of in the way there. <laughs> And you don't want to shoot Mavis again, Sadoi. Just, just a reminder. <laughs> I, uh, I just roll my eyes, and then I, like, I hold up three fingers, doing a countdown, and then I uh, also do a finger gun, and then I point at the neck. Finger gun, neck. Finger gun, neck. No, don't shoot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, look confused, or like stumped for a second, then just say, bodyguards, neck. Uh... Anyway, three, two, one. And just before that happens, Reed says, okay, now we're safe. We can have a talk, right? (laughs) (laughs) So much for that. Yeah. The two riot cops slowly begin to lower their weapons as Sadoi whips around the corner, gun drawn. Mm -hmm. And Sadoi, you get a free action. You've caught everybody in this room by surprise. What do you want to do? I want to aim a shot, which is going to mean I'm going to miss and it's going to be very silly. But uh, I'm going to aim a shot at the blue chip on one of the security guards. All right. This is a minus eight. It's my attack check. And this is with your pistol? Uh, yes, it would be. So this is a, a DV-13 to hit it normally. So a minus eight makes this, I guess, like basically the equivalent of a DV-21. Yeah, so if I get a crit, I can do it. Yay. <laughs> good luck. Oh, I'm also going to spend all of my luck. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Roll. Oh. 17. It is a rate of fire too, so I get one more shot. You get one more, but you don't get luck on this one. No, I don't. I just wasted all my luck. It's a 10. All right. So whips around the corner and fires two shots that clearly miss both of the security guards and hit harmlessly into the wall behind both the security <laughs> guards. Okay. Phew. <laughs> Which means that now we are in combat. I don't think I've got a gun, so this is gonna be really fun. Oh yeah, you didn't have a gun. Whoa, we fucked it up. We've lost two guns, and readers for one has been provided them. I'll toss you an SMG. Alright, here we go. Iso, you're the first one up. Despite not being entirely familiar with uh, how to shoot a submachine gun, I mimic Sedoy and 
try to shoot for the neck. Okay, you're going to do an aim shot at the uh, blue chips on the neck of these people? Yeah, and I too am going for extra... Oh god, mods minus eight. That's what an aim shot is. Oh yeah, yeah, aim shot. Also, are you not currently gefucked? (laughs) I mean, I am full hit points because we had a while after surgery. But then you got hurt again and, and reopened your stitches. That's what they were re-patching up. If you reopened your stitches, it means you weren't at full health again. He's supposed to be pretty injured. Critical fail. Oh, boy. Yeah, but uh, having lower hit points puts me into a wounded state, which means the roll is even lower. So it, it does an extra minus two. So what do you think would be the most ridiculous thing for your character to do, rushing in with an SMG that he doesn't know how to use? <laughs> The safety's on. Yeah, the safety's <laughs> on. That's... <laughs> All right. So, uh, so... I'm definitely not <laughs> suggesting that because I'm in the line of fire. <laughs> so following Sedoi's advice and actions, you run out with the SMG, pull the trigger down, and it doesn't do anything. You pull it again and it doesn't do anything, and you look at the side and the safety's on. Oh, fucking... Sedoi handed you the gun with the safety on. It's on the other side of my handgun. You're going to be top of live stream fails with that one, buddy. <laughs> I, uh, I I cheekily turned the camera off for that. <laughs> Get rid of it in editing. Yeah, of course. A quick side note. Yep. This was at night in the middle of the night, right? Correct. Yeah. It's three in the morning, give or take. Why do you ask? How many of us are in pajamas right now? You were all given warning by by Reed. Some shit's going yeah. down. Grab your okay. gear and get over here. Yeah, so. okay. Reed, however, is not wearing. Reed, however, is in pajamas, probably. Yeah, Reed, no, Reed is like shirtless. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, I need to unequip the armor jack. Let's go. Ooh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. It's cool. Let's go. Oh fuck. Hit me. Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't even have armor, so. <laughs> The riot cop that is closest to Sedoi, having just had several bullets fired past him, takes two steps forward, whips out a big old baton, and swings it directly at Sedoi. That is a 22. That's a high number. So your dexterity plus evasion skill plus 1d10 is how you do this. 17. That is not enough. The first strike strikes you across the head. Your vision starts going kind of blurry a little bit as the security guard brings around a second attack, aiming for your chest. Hits you again. Oh my god. You get hit right in the chest as you take four points of damage. You feel your body convulse (laughs) around you. Oh no. Can I get you to do a reflex check to see if you drop your gun? Ooh, okay. Twelve. Twelve. You don't drop your gun, but it does begin to slip from your grasp. You grab it tighter. And that's the end of that turn. By the way, I should point this out. Damage dealt by this weapon cannot cause a critical injury and doesn't ablate armor. Ah, It doesn't mean that it bypasses armor, but it doesn't hurt your armor if it goes through. So that's 11 damage minus 6. Okay, you take 5 points of damage. Read. It's my time. The thing you just experienced was you just told this this thing like, okay, now we can talk. Suddenly, your partners, seemingly doing it on purpose, rushed into the room behind you and started opening fire. Luckily, they didn't hit anything. Reed just sort of looks and turns towards the group and just goes, Are you fucking kidding me? We're here to save you, Reed. Hey, don't look at me. I was doing doctor shit. And he just sighs and walks towards the one with the uh, stun gun. Okay. And he's going to do aimed attacks, aiming for the blue chip. 
He wants to break it. All right. That's an 11. All right. Let's see his evasion. 14. He sort of barely scratches his armor and just goes for another strike. All right. That's an eight. Never mind. 22. Yeah. The riot cop pauses and then turns towards you as you go for the second one and just ducks backwards like dodging from the matrix. The swords go right in front of its face and it turns its visor towards you and you see its mouth kind of snarl. Well, fuck. <laughs> Next up is the Beholden's action. They have an action? The centerpiece of the Beholden, the center figure of the Beholden, lets out an anguished cry. <laughs> Why? And you hear more movement from further in the apartments. Sedoy, you're up next. I am actually going to drop my pistol like he was trying to make me do because it takes an action to sew it and I'm going to pull out my sword. Sword fight! So I'm going to uh, swing at the security guard with my sword. Which one? The one with the gun or the one with the baton? The one with the baton that just hit me. Oh, it's a critical hit! Ooh, yes it is! For 19! 16! Alright! Yay, it hit. Roll damage. Yeah, Alright. Three damage. Ooh. The worst possible <laughs> roll. Oh. oh, that kind of sucks. Having just gotten shocked by these two riot cops, you pull out your sword and slash it forward kind of wildly, slicing into the armor of the riot cop that attacked you with the baton. It doesn't seem to do very much damage and is mostly ablated by the plates. As a matter of fact, it doesn't do any damage. It, it is completely ablated by the armor. Up next is going to be another Beholden action. Sidoy, stop. Those are people. Not anymore. It's not their fault. Yes, it kind of is. All right, so ignoring Reed, this riot cop pulls out the stun gun, points it towards Sidoy, and begins firing. It's a rate of fire two, assuming the first one misses. 16. That is enough to hit for the first one. Oh god, it counts as a heavy pistol. So that's 2d6. Oh, wow. Six points. Okay, so this six doesn't do anything to you either. It doesn't damage armor, but it also doesn't bypass it. Alright, in that case, I should be fine. Alright, well, since the first one did not shock you, it gets the second attack as well. 14. So that still hits. Eight. Does nothing. It fires two stun gun blasts that both latch into your armor and do very little damage, if anything. I laugh and go, Haha, if this armor system works the way I think it does, I'm invincible! <laughs> so, next up is going to be... Mavis. I think maybe we should get out of here. Things are looking real spicy. And I'm gonna reach into my medtech bag, which I had open. I was treating the lady and grab a roll of gauze and uh, attempt to almost bowler the stun gun guy with this roll of gauze to trip him up so we can just fucking run away. Okay, uh, so you want to, I guess, like aid a person? It's kind of like a grapple. Okay, so we could call it a we could call it a grapple, and you're using your gauze as a thing to give you some advantage. Yeah, I'm just trying to trip him up, basically. Yeah, let's do a grapple check then. That's a 15. Sure hope he's not good at brawling. Yeah. He's probably good at brawling, ain't he? Uh, 20. Okay, well that doesn't... <laughs> you lunge towards him and attempt to wrap up his legs in the gauze, 
and he not only breaks out, he sort of kicks you in the face a little bit. It doesn't cause enough damage, but it's enough to be like, ow. And tears up some of the gods as he does it in his large, stompy combat boots. Reed, it's time to get the fuck out of here. And I uh, make for the door and uh, point sort of behind Iso and Sadoi as I'm running towards them. Let's fucking go. Alright, Mavis heads towards the door. Are you exiting this situation? You can exit the room in one action. I would like to get out of the room, but I'm kind of on the balcony. I want to make sure that everyone else comes with me. Gotcha. Okay. It is now a beholden action. Can I get a perception roll from everyone still standing in the room? Um, 11? 13. 18. Alright. Sadoi, you're going to be the only one who noticed this, so you're going to get a chance to try and evade it. Sadoi, it's at this point that a little light flicks on next to you, and you look at it, and you follow the wire on the light, and it leads to the carpet that you're standing on, and you realize that this carpet appears to be cybernetic in some way, and it's just about to activate. I would like to leave the carpet. (laughs) You can do that with a DV-15 evasion. 16. All right, you do a quick jump and jump off the carpet as the Tangle Foot Carpet activates. It is a network of nanowire that's been concealed in the seemingly normal carpet. The wires extend and wrap around the legs of Iso and Reed, slowing their movement. Each turn you roll a 1d6 to see how much it reduces your move by. Okay. Okay. Up next is going to be Iso. Oh, fuck, what's this? Try to uh, get out. All right, it's going to take a full action to get out. Mm-hmm. First, let's re- see what your move is. It's five in total. It's zero right now. Oh. Your move is minus one. I'm moving the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you attempt to pull your feet out, and somehow you get them more wrapped up like quicksand, and you like fall down, so now you're kind of on your knees on the ground. I use my cyber shank to stab the carpet. All right, you can do that. Damn. That hits. Turns out a carpet's pretty easy to stab. Yes. <laughs> Take that carpet. <laughs> two damage. For two points of damage, you slash away at the carpet a little bit, and you, you manage to slice away some of the nanofibers. That's about it. And cyber shanks have rate of fire of two. Ah, okay, then roll it again. I stab once more. It's an 11. Ooh, six damage. Six damage, all right. You sliced up a decent chunk of this carpet and your feet are beginning to have a bit more movement, though you won't be able to move until your next round. Everyone who's still in the room, which at this point is Sadoi, Reed, and Iso, you hear a small amount of whirring coming from the back room. Not even walking, but hovering into the room is an official Oasis PD airdrome. This has been Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, episode 34, You Have My Word. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, I have nothing to say here. Um, No turfs, no swerves, no fascists. Uh, J.K. Rowling is a fascist and a turf. Like what you hear? 
Want more Oasis content in your life? Then be sure to join our Discord! You can find the invite link to join our Discord at oasiscyberpunk.com on the far right of the menu bar on the top of the page. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.